Congregation, please rise. Thank you, Elder Whitley. Let us begin this service by placing our mind in one accord with the Lord Jesus Christ, allowing the sevenfold Holy Spirit to enter into us from the top of our head to the very soles of our feet and cause this service today to be a memorable one in our lives, one that will end this year with the motivation, the hope and fortitude to move forward into a new year, a year that the Lord has made and we will rejoice in it. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, we stand humbly before you because we acknowledge who you are. You are the great I am. You are the King of Kings, the Prince of Peace. But more than that, you are our Father God. We love you, Father. We thank you for everything that has happened in our lives thus far. We know that we are on the right course. It gets difficult sometimes, Father. The, the, the path gets crooked. And sometimes it, it doesn't ever seem like it's going to straighten out. But nevertheless, we know that you are that beacon of light that continues to lead us here to the Hawaii Fellowship of the Universal World Church, the place where you have instructed us to be, where we can be filled with the light of your love and light of your knowledge. Therefore, with that in mind, we enter into this service with highest praise, with eagerness, to receive all that you have in store for us. We dedicate this service unto you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And together we say, Amen and Amen. Beautiful congregation, you may be seated. Praise God. The title of my message is, Do You Have a Dream? Brothers and sisters in Christ, do you have a dream? Because you know, a lot of us don't have dreams because we don't wanna be known as dreamers. Because as we know, a dream will come and then it will just pass. Yes, when we sleep at night and we have a dream, we wake up and we say, well, you know, that's finished and gone. I dreamt that, it means nothing. So you know that this morning I'm talking about a spiritual dream. All of us need to have a spiritual dream. All of us need to have something that we are believing for, something that we want to accomplish, something that is a part of our destiny. Say amen to that. You know, we can feel it so strongly, this dream that we have. And with this dream, we find setbacks. You know, we didn't get the promotion at work. We didn't even get the job that we wanted. You know, we wanted our children to change, but they never have. They never do. They never want to. You know, life has a way of pushing our dreams down. Face it. They become buried under discouragement, under past mistakes. You know, dreams have been buried under broken relationships, loss of a loved one, buried under financial difficulties, loss of a job, low self-esteem, and disappointments. Maybe I'm not describing you. Maybe I'm not describing your situation, but I am describing a very large percent of people here in America. 
It has become in America so easy to just settle for mediocrity. We have come to the point where we think maybe God has given up on America. Maybe we're not that blessed, chosen country that we once used to be by God. Maybe we're not. Maybe we're missing something. Maybe we're doing something wrong. Maybe it's because America once had a dream. And maybe Americans are not dreaming about it anymore. Maybe once upon a time, America dreamed about a land of the free. Jesus Christ said, the truth shall set you free. Maybe it's because America now is living under a lot of lies, deception, corruption. Maybe every time God wants to open a door, that door gets closed by disappointment, by complications, by impossibilities. Maybe it's come to the point where America now can hardly find the way, an opportunity to get a touch of God's favor. Maybe America has found it hard to stay connected with God. Maybe that's what COVID has been all about. Maybe it's time in the year of 2021 to get reconnected not only to God, but our dreams, the dreams of accomplishing things, the dreams of taking new steps towards a better future, not just settling for mediocrity, a step in understanding that God controls the entire universe. He doesn't control our mind. Let me repeat that again. He doesn't control our mind. We control our own mind. We control everything we say, everything we do, everything we don't say, everything we don't do. What is happening right now is when the doors are closed, we don't look for the open door. Say amen to that. Because if we did, we wouldn't be in the situations we are in today. Because the word of God says that when one door closes, another one opens. And more than that, the word of God teaches us that there's a reason why one door closes. And that's so that another one may open up. Does that make sense? So we understand that there are many things going on right now that have happened in the year 2020 that has never happened before. God closed many, many doors in our lives this past year. And, you know, we fret over it. We're sad about it. We're settling for it. But listen, we have to understand that as many doors as God has closed, those many doors are going to open. New things are going to happen. Now listen to me very clearly. I'm not saying better things are going to happen. I'm saying new things are going to happen. I want to just go over real quick the story of stuff. Do you folks know the story of Joseph? You know, this is what happened to Joseph in the scripture. God gave him a dream that one day he would rule a nation. And in this dream, that Joseph should wear wisdom and did not tell his 
brothers about a part of that dream. The brothers wanted to know everything about the dream, but God had him use the wisdom not to tell them the whole part of the dream. I'm getting to something here. And then one day Joseph went to see his 10 brothers. And when he walked up, one of them said sarcastically, here comes the dreamer. Now they weren't upset because he was the father's favorite child, as so many think. They weren't upset because he was wearing a coat of many colors, a coat that represents favor. They were upset because they were offended because he was determined to break out of the mold, to do something great, to leave his mark. Do you understand what I'm saying? They would have been fine if he was content to be average. But when you stir up God and put God's belief on the inside, then you have seeds of greatness. Say seeds of greatness. The seeds of greatness that is within us. We have to know that these seeds of greatness can be used to overcome illness, past addictions. Listen carefully. The word of God tells us that these seeds of greatness can even pay our mortgage. They can get us past any past mistakes that we've made. They can get us back out of bad relationships and back, and back into new relationships. Out of our terrible finances and put us into better and greater finances. God gave Joseph a dream and his brothers tried to tear him down, to put him down. And I will say this respectfully to all of you, sometimes relatives, sometimes friends, co-workers, people around you, they're not going to celebrate your greatness, my friends. They're not going to celebrate your accomplishments. Sometimes the ones that are closest to you will be the ones who will be least to support you. But we cannot get distracted, fighting battles that don't matter, trying to prove to them who we are and to convince them that we have God's approval and we don't need theirs because you know that we don't. The bottom line is that the enemy targets people who have a dream. He'll use opposition, discouragement, delays, jealousy, everything he can to try to convince you to bury your dream. If you're going to reach the highest potential, my friends, you have to make up your mind that you're in for the long haul. You're not going to let people talk you out of it. Circumstances might discourage you. Delays will cause you some setbacks. Critical people will get you distracted. But friends, when you're a dreamer of the world, you're a dangerous enemy to the, enemy, to the devil. Let me repeat that again. When you're a dreamer for the Lord, you're a danger to the enemy. You will give the enemy a nervous breakdown and cause yourself to be headed to a higher level, a spiritual level with God. Because you know the forces that are in you are greater than he that is in the world. Let's say that together. Greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. So you know, as... Joseph continued on with his attitude of succeeding. They continued to falsely accuse him of things, to tear him down. He was even put into prison for something he didn't do. He spent years there. And then one night, this Pharaoh had a dream. 
He didn't understand what it meant, and Joseph was in, able to interpret that dream. So the Pharaoh was so impressed with him that he brought Joseph out of prison and put him in charge of the whole nation, just like Joseph had seen in his own dream. Remember, God gave him a dream that he would rule a nation. Years later, there was famine in the land and people were desperate, trying to survive, trying to find food. Joseph was in charge of the food supply and then one of the most position, uh, one of the most important positions of that day. Now you can imagine, this is a very dramatic moment, moment for Joseph. This is where the brothers betrayed him. These are the brothers that caused him all the heartache and the pain. You would think that Jesus would, uh, excuse me, Joseph would be angry, bitter, and vindictive about what his brothers were doing. But rather, this was a chance, the scriptures say, that Jesus saw his brothers and he remembered his dream. He didn't remember the betrayal, the lonely nights, the times when he was confused. He remembered his destiny. He didn't remember the bad breaks, my friends. He remembered his destiny. He remembered that God was leading him the whole time, guiding him the whole time to be who he was supposed to be because God put a dream in Joseph's heart that he would get promoted. And it didn't mean that it could come to pass without opposition, my friends, without delays or adversity. The devil fought him the entire way, the same way he will fight you and I. We are all praying for a better year. We are all praying for a new path. Then if that is in your heart, trust God with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Believe that he is directing your steps. Dare to believe, my friends. Let God fight the battles for us. Let him be our vindicator. Friends, stir up God. Stir up God and his spirit that is within us. Don't get discouraged. It's only temporary. Please close your eyes. Father, you have given every one of us a dream. Like Joseph, we are dreamers. We dream of a better and greater tomorrow. We dream of unity between all denominations. We dream of every Christian becoming one powerful body on earth, fighting the forces of evil. We dream for a better place someday, a new Jerusalem, a new earth. Father, we're not just dreamers, we are believers. So Father, we ask that you take us through this dream that we see right now, every one of us has a different dream. Help us, Father, to see this dream come to pass. Let us remember what you have promised us. Let us believe and declare that there are dreams that can come true, must come true for your glory and for your honor. Brothers and sisters in Christ, open your eyes. You have been given dreams, but remember this, along with those dreams, you have been given promises. Promises. Like Joseph, God is going to turn every stumbling block into a stepping stone. You're going to rise higher, accomplish your goals, and become everything you were created to be in Jesus' name. 
on one condition and one condition only. God helps those who help themselves. God helps those that will look in the mirror and see themselves. God helps those that doesn't look around and judge others, but learns to judge themselves, to understand where their weaknesses are, to look in the mirror and also find their strengths, to work on their weaknesses every day through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ and to put your strengths forefront and to use your strengths to make you a better person than you are today, tomorrow. God has given us the ability to not only become all that we want to become, but all that he wants us to become and to accomplish not only what he wants us to accomplish, but he loves us enough to want us to be able to accomplish what we want to accomplish. Stay focused, brothers and sisters. We got through this year of 2020. We got through it. It's not over yet. There's a light at the tunnel, and that light for you and I is Jesus Christ. Do not throw out the mask so quickly. Continue your social distancing. Help is on the way. But we must continue to do our part and then allow God to do his. Greater is he that is in who? Us than he that is in the world. This morning, we are going to be empowered. And I'll tell you why I love the last service of the year and the last anointing of the year. Because every message that we have heard this year and every anointing that we have received will all be brought together in this one anointing here at the magnificent golden altar. So be prepared to be blessed and be prepared to have all of our dreams come to pass. Ministering ushers kindly pass out the offering envelopes for this morning.